I V M. Uh, I don't drink chai and coffee, and I lost my parents, and uh, they were like, you know, middle class Punjabi family all there, and everybody's crying, talking, figuring it out. I was twenty three, and I just went up to my mama ji and said, "Aap mere liye limka mangwa doge." डिहाइड्रेशन सा हो रहा है एंड से तेरा दिमाग खराब है तू लिमका मार मतलब इट्स ओके इफ दे आर हैविंग चाय इन एवरी 20 मिनट्स बट आई कांट हैव लिमका सो ऑल दोस ऑब्जर्वेशंस मेक पार्ट टू द फिल्म्स एंड आई थिंक आवर राइटर डायरेक्टर उमेश डिड अ फैंटास्टिक जॉब विद दीस एनेक्डोट्स बट पर्टिकुलर एनेक्डोट ऑफ हैविंग जंक ऑफ जस्ट वांटिंग टू हैव जंक आई डोंट नो व्हाट टू डू विद सो मच ग्रीफ आई वांट टू हैव अ कोक आई वांट टू हैव अ लिमका या डास्टर लिमका एंड मुझे डांट पड़ गई थी अपने मामा जी से Hello and welcome to the Filter Coffee podcast. The business of entertainment has probably changed more in the last 5 years than it did for decades before that. And streaming platforms like Netflix have had a lot to do with that. More than anything else, they have disrupted the economics of cinema, especially in a country like India. Stories that were previously completely unlikely to see the light of day in a theater in your city are today getting an audience from across the world. This leveling of the playfield has helped many new creators to be heard and for many important stories to be told. On this Women's Day, it was my absolute pleasure to speak to three powerful, inspiring women who are changing this narrative in India. Kunit Monga, the poster girl of independent cinema, who brought us generation-defining cinema like Lunchbox, Gangsa Basepur, and more recently, Pagleth. Ashwini Ayer Tiwari, the creator and producer behind films like Bareilly Ki Barfi. Neel Bhatti Sanata and Ankahi Kahaniya and Sophia Paul the rock star producer of Minnal Murli who actually stormed into the scene with another culture defining film Bangalore Days on this live episode that we recorded in collaboration with Netflix i spoke to them about women telling women stories how conviction on a script works for each of them differently and how platforms like Netflix are breaking the shackles on storytelling especially for indian women stay with us we'll be right back on the filter coffee podcast welcome to this special episode of the filter coffee podcast presented by uh, netflix on the occasion of women's day and uh, i cannot have a better panel you know for this discussion than than what we have right now it's such an honor uh, to have uh, you know the three of you who are shaping pop culture as we speak in this country guri i wanted to start with you um you're the poster girl of independent cinema in this country right um, i'll tell you a story um, i am from advertising and uh, there's a girl in my team uh, she's about 25 or so and uh, she's leaving the organization and i asked her what is the dream and she said gunit is the dream i i want to can i please hire her please introduce her to me <laughs> i will but um, you know given your vantage point uh, and you've been uh, looking at content from india in the midst of the world's eyes right um, how is the world looking at indian content especially of the last 10 years thank you firstly uh, for uh, the lovely start of this conversation uh, i think uh, the journey has been last decade's journey has been of self discovery and what do you do with 
so much opportunity but lack of being able to enter freely also to be able to explain what i do as a profession because given the system that we work in given the industry that we work in it's uh, producers are seen to be financiers you know producers are seen to be builders and financiers and people who have businesses who have access to money but for i have never had my own money but just intend to content and also that is so subjective that it is a constant discovery like you know it's a constant work so the exposure that one has had about how the world works how to match india is somewhere between that where i exist you know uh, it's so difficult to explain what it is because it is so intuitive it is so exploratory and then somewhere magic happens you know you don't really start a film thinking we'll go to the oscars but uh, you do start the th- film thinking that okay with my full intention i'll show up every day i'll protect the inherent value of this film and see the end of it and we work in long format so it takes 2 years to actually put something out there so for 2 years it's not instant gratification and after 2 years you're like did we land did we not land half forgetting our you know you get so colored seeing the same thing every day you know so your judgment of that is half you know affected by the same material so uh, i think traveling being going to film festivals attending a lot of markets i'm a geek in the film business world i read through of all international independent films so i know comparables uh, at the back of my hand or in my head where this can go or where that film went and why can't we I reach out to producers. I write mails. I uh, don't fear asking. I share ideas. I do uh, reach out to so many people, and I was like, you know, I'm happy to do this conversation professionally online, and I've been doing this for last 15 years. So just to even understand who I am and how I can use the best out of the opportunity that we are in India. so even to define what i do that i'm an independent producer constantly looking for content then looking for directors or sometimes directors reach out with content because you know how do i add value to anyone's journey on where material can go and where we can land it and that's not even a confirmation it's a journey it's more like let's try you know but let's be excited about taking this far every day and being a partner in it every day and you know being seen as a filmmaker or have a voice on the table on where the piece of material be it a short be it a documentary be it a feature be it a, a series be it a short doc you know where how far can we take any piece of material has been my constant intention every morning when i wake up on everything that i work and somewhere it adds up so yeah that's amazing i'm, I'm going to remember geek of the film world because it shows in the way you're analyzing all the moving parts of this right you know sophia i just want to bring you in at this point uh, we're talking about cinema of the last or content of the last 15 years and i think uh, you can't have that conversation without talking about what's happening in in malayalam uh, cinema right it, it's probably the the new wave uh, that all of us are going through and uh, in a way i feel it all started with bangalore days at least for the audience it sort of feels like that which is also your first film how do you feel about what is happening in that world right now and particularly with the way women are portrayed especially in malayalam cinema how do you see that yeah like there is a lot of change happening in malayalam film industry and uh, i think the hero is the content of the film like the writers are creating and uh, even like each day even when i hear the 
means like the scripts were when the writers narrate to me we I say wow so it's like different you know so even uh, for the female oriented means movies we see there it's nice to see uh, like a female movie is also getting male lead uh, means same thing like that success so like i know like everyone now looks into malayalam also like when they see the content what we are creating over there yeah and that is how the even our movie happened you know minnal murli the content was very different and uh, like yeah even i now i means i love to uh, create more movies like you no know, uh, with different content because i'm hearing like that people are so creative in in our industry yeah that is what happening yeah yes yeah you know uh, we'll come back to minnal murli in just a bit there's so much to talk about that film it's easily one of my favorites of the last last few months uh but actually uh, you know since we're talking about uh, you know women in cinema you're from the advertising world and you're used to looking at uh, market segments men women etc right you know there is this this very popular phenomenon that i was reading about which is called as the bechdel test which is basically the origin of that is it's in a comic strip but uh, it, it's two women talking and uh, they're saying that uh, listen i i'll only watch films which pass this test and uh, the film needs to have two women characters they should have a name and they need to speak to each other about something that is not a man and the comic strip ends by one of them saying the last film i saw was the aliens right <laughs> um the reason i was bringing that up is um uh, you know women telling women's stories is so different right and it changes the perspective of that and you've created films like bareilly ki buffy which are mainstream films but one can tell that the point of view is is so different isn't it what difference do you see uh, you know happens when women tell stories about women or for that matter about the world itself i feel it does make a lot of difference first of all in the time uh, with the kind of point of view they have and what lens they're seeing the character who is played by a woman for example i'll just give you a very very small example i'm shooting my web series right now and uh, uh, there was one scene was a very short scene where uh, one of my assistant directors said that okay she can be in the kitchen and she'll be cooking there and from there she can look out and when the conversation is happening between these two men she can be you know hearing that conversation and then she can just come out so uh, and at that point of time my first reaction was why she needs to be in the kitchen why always that like when two men are talking why she needs to be in the kitchen why can't she just stand there near the fridge and uh, hear the conversation so i think it's up to us on how we place the narrative and how do we tell the story so i do feel that cinema does have a reflection on what plays in society but cinema also has the ability to change the point of view and how we think as humans in a society and that is the power of cinema that you can change the narrative and bring out new experiences so for me it's always been that maybe the woman has to go to work and she comes back late home and there her husband making tea for her was come in late and that could be a great ad film rather than what is happening i recently saw one ad film which i really liked which was a mother was playing a game with the son and therefore she has ordered food from outsiders because she doesn't want to leave that game idle situation that would have never happened about 3 4 years ago but now this is a kind of narrative and therefore someone some creative person is sitting there and thinking of that idea and some 
one business head has gone and sold that idea to a client who has bought into that idea and that's a chain reaction where we as storytellers we have to change the narrative and get everyone around us to be in sync with the kind of narrative we want to say and of course there will be a lot of ifs and buts and because uh, we have to also think pan india and also see that okay you know maybe this doesn't happen here but it can happen here but there are the little changes which we make and that's what we see and uh, from sarees to salwar kameezes to jeans and kurta and now dresses that itself is a huge uh, leap right guneet we are talking about the freedom with which women can tell women's stories or for that matter any story platforms like netflix have a lot to do with that change isn't it today a film like bareilly ki barfi or minnal murali is right there on everybody's screen right next to say a money heist or a squid game how do you see the impact of this especially from a content discovery perspective no absolutely you know when you talk about the pop culture or awareness i think everything is added up uh, the shift from me to movement you know the desk that you spoke about the gina davis research institute doing amazing work and even uh, all of us figuring out that less than 5% women in india are filmmakers are directors behind the camera the stats are so against the presence of women in decision making roles that that is a fact and that is also the need today celebrate talk and dedicate our day so that this becomes a norm and it becomes normal as we go on and coming down to uh, more and more women on screen definitely helps shape shift or or talking about any uh, niches you know be it through through caste or through uh, breaking down all these stereotypes that have been ki aise hi hota tha you know from a certain sect of people are supposed to serve a certain sect of people are supposed to cook you know and and somebody and little things even parenting you know so i think across the board this conversation is happening and i think every generation has a good fight to fight and then the next one comes and takes the leap forward so this is the conversation right now and platforms like netflix help a lot because a they, they speak to so many millions and millions of people across the country and uh, across the world across 190 plus countries and when you see a film that i actually personally don't think films change societies but i do feel they start a conversation and that is what impacts conversation in every home across generations across cultures across languages today i know that my friends parents are seeing french and korean and malayalam films on subtitle with their hindi voice over on dubbed in hindi so many different sects of people are consuming content and are figuring out that it's okay same sex marriages it's okay for you know women to be in position of powers and that is where conversations start and i think it's a reflection of our society which is really important and having large footprint and marketing dollars behind it is where those conversations last like my latest film with the netflix is paglet and a large part of conversation was that it's okay she was arranged married decision made by the parents and it's okay she doesn't feel like crying on the loss of her newly married husband she's figuring it out she's figuring her emotions out but she's expected to howl and cry and oh my god bechari reh gayi nahi rahi wo uske apne sapne hai wo puch to lo so these conversations get started and then 
in years to come i hope it becomes easier and we are you know continuing telling more and more finding more and more things out there so yeah yeah and i love the journey of uh, of what happened in in paglet and uh, my favorite is when she's craving for potato chips in the middle of all of this is going on it's actually is, part of my life it's it actually right? a real life story oh wow but i was not married before but i did go through a huge personal loss and i remember that day it's an anecdote uh, i don't drink chai and coffee and i lost my parents and uh, they were like you know middle class punjabi family all there and everybody's crying talking figuring it out i was 23 and i just went up to my mama ji and said aap mere liye limka mangwa doge dehydration sa ho raha hai and they said tera dimag kharab hai tu limka mangre matlab it's okay if they are having chai in every 20 minutes but i can't have limka so all those observations make part to the films and i think our writer director umesh did a fantastic job with these anecdotes but particular anecdote of having junk of of just wanting to have junk i don't know what to do with so much grief i want to have a coke i want to have a, a limka i had asked for a limka and mujhe daant pad gayi thi apne mama ji se <laughs> that moment relief really was something that i've never seen uh, you know in cinema in, in the recent past you know sofia uh, gunit spoke about large footprint and and marketing dollars and you know minal murli this this fantastic film which of course you had a lot of uh, challenges in the making of it because of the pandemic and we have been wonderful to watch this film you know in 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 cochin or for that matter in bangalore in a theater but that was not to be and then it it got released on on netflix um but on one hand that is a slightly must have been slightly disappointing for you but on the other hand there must have also been a very different reach for the film right talk to us a little bit about that yeah yes the movie was made for theaters only but uh, due to this lockdown and covid situation then uh, we had to go for it because it was almost that time two years and more the movie was made we had it was a long journey because we had so much challenges in between and then we thought uh, we'll go with partnership with netflix but uh, that i felt that was a good decision what i made because the movie reached uh, worldwide the promotions the netflix did for this movie it was a huge thing like we were very proud to have such a reach for our movie that's what netflix did for minal murli yeah and uh, like now we don't have that uh, regret for not uh, releasing in theaters because it, if it was in theaters we would not have maybe yeah uh, like but that situation was not good for theaters that's the thing so uh, for the partnership with netflix like uh, minal murli has had great success yeah worldwide see people all over the world watched it and even i was so surprised like i got uh, messages from bollywood actors also you know like uh, on instagram and finding somebody sending me message and oh I, yeah like that so i was so uh, like surprised seeing that and then then chatting with for a while oh, sofia i loved your movie I like that so it's like a great moment for us you no know? like even for the director i think from every industry like everyone was calling and appreciating yeah i think that is because this movie uh, reached so wide it's because of netflix promotion and everyone noticed this and everyone was waiting to watch this movie when the movie was like released on december 24th before watching we were getting messages you know like we are going to watch we are waiting like that so in that way yeah i'm very happy to have a partnership with netflix for this movie yeah 
Tell us some of those most interesting messages, surprising ones that you that you received. Yeah, you were like, basically yeah, received. Yes, like Huma Kureshi sent me message and saying, "Oh, Sophia, I just realized you were following me, and I'm so happy. I am very proud. This will be my favorite superhero movie, and like that." Yeah, she was like, "I'm so happy," you know, like when I heard that message from her, and even from our industry also, like uh, the like uh, Prithviraj, so many of them were calling me and telling me like. Sophia, you're so happy, proud to see that you backed up such a big project. So, like, yeah, yes, that's my uh, prestigious project till now. I can say, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And even Netflix gave it a big uh, space. I think so. They, uh, I don't think so. Any Malayalam movie has got such promotion till date. Yeah, that's the way what Netflix was doing for it. Yeah, yes. Wonderful. Like and like they say in superhero films, with great power comes great responsibility. So. no pressure we're all looking to see what what's next <laughs> from you uh you know actually we were talking about uh, long form cinema and um you know you've created different form factors of content right um, you know from something like a bareilly ki buffy you also a documentary filmmaker and then an anthology like ankahi kahaniya in which i just absolutely loved um uh, you know the story that you had directed yourself what kind of a freedom does does a platform like netflix give to a creator in terms of uh, just playing around with different form factors of content i feel a lot of freedom i should thank netflix to believe in the idea of ankahi because uh, on paper it this didn't seem what was happening on paper although we had all written it and there was enough material for us to direct uh, but when the script went to netflix and uh, to Ronnie Scrubala who was also co-producing it with Netflix and Ashidua they said okay we understand the intent we understand that you want to make something completely different uh, but uh, okay we leave leave it up to you and you just take it forward we trust you i think that important thing of trust is very very important between the creators at this point of time me directing a film having a lot of you know ifs and buts in my mind but being sure that okay this is what i want to do and then a platform like netflix encouraging and telling me okay i trust you and let's go ahead because we understand your vision so that is something which is very important uh, the most i do feel any medium you take whether it's making a documentary uh, what we did uh, for leander pays amish bhupati or uh, making uh, a feature film again having a feature film which may which is led by a woman and then taking that chance i think every story we tell collectively it all boils down to the conviction which we have it's conviction which this takes us forward for 2 years and 3 years and with that conviction because we are the only ones who know what is happening and we are there right from the beginning to the end it's almost giving birth to a baby and being responsible for that piece of your heart for the longest time there will be people who will go and come but the only one who's completely into it is you so that conviction which you take and with that conviction when you make things when you make movies you tell your stories it is bound to have an after effect with your partners is because they see your conviction they see your passion and with that passion you move along i do feel that the partnership and everyone being on the same page this word is very very important this line that you all all of us have to be on the same page and then one person drives it and with that conviction you know so beautifully put you know you spoke a lot about conviction so i'm i'm tempted to ask this question you know all of you are not just creators but also you bring a project to life right uh, for a project to come to life you need to first believe in it right and uh, some of the films 
you know that that you have created whether it is paglet or minal murli would have looked very different on paper right ashwini spoke about convictions and maybe gunith you can start answering this question what are the filters that you look for when you see something on paper when does it ring to you that okay now this is something that i need to get deeper into i think it is extremely intuitive and uh, our industry is extremely subjective it is long format and i have so far produced around 40 films out of which 25 27 of them have been first time directors so that conviction or even newer talent bigger bets on the talent bigger budgets with the talent so it is pure intuitive and conviction that i know where i can take this and i know what we can do and it is a matter of that conversation i remember during lunchbox days i used to just enter a room and say without question you would be doing bread and butter work like big actor and everything but this you have to do this is going to change your life this is how i used to talk to investors this is going to change your life they were like who is this person why is she coming and telling us this i was like i just know it now how do you know it i mean it is you you just know the heart of the project you know the soul of the project you know where what you can do with this and what is the idea of creating this so um i think it just starts from there and and having that confidence in your high in your eyes in your heart in your gut in your soul is where you sell it and uh, that's where you raise the money for it or even go to actors and you're like this you have to do go do everything else that you're doing but this is going to go somewhere else and that dream you have to see internalize believe in it first and only then you can have somebody else on board that i know where this is going and you have to do everything every day to make sure that you know it can it can be a it can add a dimension into everybody's career who's part of it you make it all sound so simple but just the sheer number of uh, amazing creations you've backed based on their intuition is staggering so how does the process work for you when you see something on paper what are your what's your decision making process yeah the for me basically the content is should be exciting that is how we start the project and then i look for a good team that is how i look and even yeah yes newcomers mostly even now i have some projects which i'm doing with new directors only yeah for me uh, like i don't look i need an experienced person only think the person should be talented and uh, like that is how we take on board and uh, we sit and discuss and uh, we choose the right people like i should be confident in the script first in the content and then that is how i take it forward always then yeah what i said we go for a good team and the process yeah the process is big from the beginning till the end we are there involved in everything not like sitting like a finance or not like that we involved in the whole project from the production side like uh, whatever we can do uh, like because uh, you know malayalam is a very small industry and uh, there are certain limits for us uh, to do so that is how like when i did minal murli also like it's my decision we wanted a like a action director from like us we brought it from hollywood and then uh, like some things like i we take initiative no like that so that is the thing like the whole process we are involved and we take it forward like that yeah i love what you said about uh, you know the team has to be great it's almost like your investors in the startup community isn't it so so i love that each project is a startup it's like setting up a company and it's each project is a startup but is is that uh, you know for you also gunith how much is it about since you mentioned startup right uh, you know in that world founders have their own idiosyncrasies when you see them you know the kind of people they are how much for you is it about the the people creating the film as much as it is about the 
the material it's uh, it's very important to be able to uh, i spend a lot of time with the core with the director writer just because that's the team that's creating it and i think there has to be a temperament check and intention check and an intervention now and then because uh, you can you can get overwhelmed you can get also too excited about something you can also so it's a process i mean uh, and for me to be able to especially with the first time directors for me to be able to say okay we are working together on something i think it's a six months process it's not instant it's just like okay this sounds great and then let's chat let's talk let's explore and from four to six months you know each other more you have to spend a lot of time there's no shortcut to that you know we are not making identical fmcg products you know so jiska ek bar formula set ho gaya and ab chapo you can't you know so each one of them is so and you explore so much between the conversations so you spend a lot of time knowing each other uh, it's truly a partnership not that i can do anything without a writer director you know so it comes from there i can just further add my two bits to it and hope that they are taken and and hope that we can you know work together on this but that's largely the process you know and there's i've always said that it long format there's no shortcut and and then you hope after 2 years after 3 years of your work it lands and you're still relevant so i think having those conversations are really important their world view their exposure it's really important to be constantly trying to be on the same page their world view their exposure is uh, so critical isn't it you, you want to do something fun uh, you know before we close this uh, you know all of you like i said you know are, are makers of of content not just not just creators um I thought it'll be fun if uh, you know you were to pitch. Um, you know, think of this as a scenario where you're pitching to to Netflix. Think of it as an elevator pitch. You have like a few seconds to to pitch the concept. Maybe Ashwini, we'll we'll start with you. If you had to pitch Minal Murli to Netflix, how would you pitch it? Uh, I think it would be I would make like a complete board, like a mood board and everything. I'll make like a bible, and then I would say that this is something which has never been done before in India. and uh, you have to have a look at it and we are putting in all our passion and we i have to be very excited about it i have to show my passion and when i show my passion is when netflix would be excited about it so and uh, because i'm so passionate i would keep calling and make sure that <laughs> i make it happen <laughs> even if it takes time passion with persistence yeah persistence i think is very important to not give up that's a that's a deadly combination isn't it Gunith, if you had to pitch Bareilly ki Barfi to Netflix, how would you go about it? I'd be just like, "Both amazing actors hain, both amazing mahal hai, both amazing writer director hai. Ye to kari lo." And of course, I'd make the PNL. I would go in with a PNL and uh, look through all the numbers and also say that we are shooting in a place, wahan pe subsidy hai, and uh, we are, you know, the. I think what I took back from Bareilly ki Barfi is the atmosphere of it. You know. it was so tapped into the atmosphere of it and the performances i mean some of the best actors on it with the amazing <laughs> ashwini so yeah great team so more than anything it's a great team and uh, definitely the numbers make sense on that one so, yeah and uh, if you were to pitch lunchbox to to netflix how would you do yeah i'll say that this is something different uh, in malayalam and uh, yeah see the content is very exciting and we had some uh, leading artist who's going to work in it 
and we have a great team that's what i'll be saying yeah yes and i'll, I'll say that this is uh, this this uh, content is very exciting for me i love it to make it uh like that i'll be expressing <laughs> i will i will i will i will uh, i want to help because yeah. i had pitched lunchbox i think 500 plus times around the world so i will tell you my elevator pitch just so so i'd be like um i just have to remember it give me a hot second there are 8 million uh, lunchboxes that are delivered hot every day from housewives to their husbands at work and there are uh, 8000 uneducated dabbawalas who take these boxes and deliver it to with their own system howard has done a study on this 99.99% they are correct the error is only uh, 1% so the 0.001% which means one one dabba so while that is a mistake we as filmmakers look at it as a miracle what happens when one misdelivered dabba goes from a housewife who's in middle of her uh, life and um, to this man who's uh, retiring and is not really you know passionate about life forward and this one misdelivered dabba with notes in it start a conversation and start making this world a beautiful place so it's a little miracle of a film it's all the miracles we miss every day it's those little miracles that we don't see because we are so busy going from home to office and back so we are celebrating that one miracle only that she can say it yeah, yeah. only she can say it like that <laughs> i i pitched it i genuinely pitched it on elevators on road sides on everywhere in berlin and in canada and dubai in every possible room i have pitched it even when it was being when it was getting financed and then after it was made because nobody wanted to sell it because nobody wanted to buy it because there was no music and no songs in it so you're like ah hum kaise beche ise in the hindi film scenario so i kept pitching it you know because it is a love story and you have to see that love story it is not the regular love story so yeah but it the audience understood no completely convinced uh, you're the nerd of uh, cinema because nobody will start with how many million lunch boxes are being delivered market <laughs> yes. sizing and then sort of go yes. there but what's the craziest response you got to that in all these pitches oh god um dekho gunit tum bahut acche insaan ho you're a really nice person we really like you you know you have this beautiful energy in everything but there is a market study that only 16 to uh, and unfortunately at that point of time netflix is not in india and uh, there's a market study that only from 16 to 21 years age group people go to cinemas so the first footprint of word of mouth is so important for cinema that is 16 to 21 year old and morning shows and they bunk colleges and there is a culture of going to cinemas there's no music how will we ever promote this uh, how will we even cut a trailer for this without a song and uh, now that 16 to 21 years even if somebody goes what will they think of this 40 something love story which is happening mostly on voice over right. you know so there is nothing they don't even meet <laughs> <laughs> so ek ghanti to dal dete end mein thodi to hope de do ki wo log mile nahi mile so i think you should not release this this is bad debt because nobody will come see it even if they come see it they'll not understand it and uh, even if they understand and this is really meant for people who come for rajvirani films in their 40s 50s who come in week 3 who come in week 4 such people as per our market study only come out of their homes for two or three films in a year and definitely they'll not come out for lunchbox so 
you should not even waste the money that you've you've raised and spent is waste but raising more money for marketing and hoping that all of this will be recovered is a you know you're a very nice person but you're overestimating <laughs> i like that you started and ended with you're a nice person yeah uh, <laughs> yeah it has to be of course done politely right <laughs> you know we, we usually end the show by asking uh, our guest what he or she is uh, is watching reading or listening to these days um actually starting with you what what are you watching on netflix these days uh i just uh, finished the maid then i finished emily in paris i love this kind then i finished the second season of valeria and uh, i really like those kinds uh, th- then i think i've put a lot of watch list which yeah i finished uh, lost child yes i finished that yeah yeah oh, finished that uh, I am reading. I want to watch the Tinder uh, swap. I yeah. want to watch that. I also just finished Emily in Paris. Really fun show. But I'm reading autobiography of a yogi. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> reading right now what am I reading? Actually no, I've not been reading much nowadays. Yeah. Okay. What are you watching so far these days? Yeah, I just finished watch, uh, watching Inventing Anna. that one yeah, yeah then uh, ye kali kali ankein yeah 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 these two yeah wonderful any of you listen to podcasts much yes there is one sustainability podcast called be better yes uh, just to even know how regular people regular life we can be a little better in our sustainability and footprint so yeah just day to day from it's, it's cool yeah yeah and nerdy fully nerdy <laughs> yeah stats thank yeah. you thank you so much uh, it was an absolutely amazing experience listening to you guys and uh, good luck with all the inspirational thank you thank you thank you thank, thank you, you. Thank you. Thank you. very thank nice talking to you so that was our show this week i hope you liked it and if you did and if you're a fan of the show hey i have something to ask of you If you are listening to the show on Spotify or Apple right now, please do rate us on the respective app. It helps a lot in others discovering the show. And if you have any feedback on the show, I would love to hear from you. You can send it to filtercoffeepodcast at gmail.com. Happy listening and see you next week with another episode.